Welcome to Dog Save the People, a podcast about how dogs make our lives better. My name is John Bartlett, and I'm your host. Alan Cumming is a three-time Emmy-nominated and Tony Award-winning actor. While primarily known for his acting work, he is also a multifaceted artist who is also a comedian, singer, writer, producer, director, and activist. In addition, he's written several children's books about his dogs, Honey and Leon, which also features the illustrations by his husband, Grant Schaefer. Alan has had several dogs over the years with Grant, and those dogs have become an essential part of their lives. Alan, I'm so happy to have you here on Dog Save the People. What a thrill and an honor. So nice to see you, John. (laughs) I was thinking about this on the way over here. I think that we met... It's been almost 20 years. It, was, it yes. might have been last century. It definitely was last century. Yeah, I yes. think it might have been 1999. Yes, that sounds about right. Yeah, when we were children. Didn't I do a thing for GQ or something? I think that's, it was because of that that we met. I think so. Well, I know that we kept sending all these clothes to you, and I'm like, we've got to meet. So we yes. met, and we had a great night. I remember it very well, like yesterday. Like yesterday. <laughs> was only, that was 20 years ago. Yes. Fuck. And then... Um, we both we were both living kind of in the same neighborhood, and I had my dog Tiny Tim, and you had your beautiful dog Honey. And yes. So we'd run into each other at the dog park. I used to love that dog park. Yeah. On the West Side Highway. Yes. It was a sort of a concrete playground. Remember the tree that was kind of a, a sort of a tree that was pretending as if it had fallen over, but yes. it was actually being gracefully and elegantly put there. Yeah, I still take my dogs there. Do you go there? Yeah. Oh, I don't go because we're in East Village now, but yeah. I used to love it. I remember Honey, my dog, she was like she was the first dog to walk across the tree trunk, <laughs> I think. <laughs> she was like the, the mutt showing all the posh ones. So Honey, was she your first dog? As an adult, yeah. yeah. I, had do- I had dogs when I was a little boy, but I didn't plan on it. It was yeah. a friend of mine who was working for one of those fostering places, you know, and she just took a dog in for a few days and it was honey and she just said what an incredible animal she was and she had yellow paint all down her side like someone had thrown paint on her or something mm-hmm. and she just I don't know there was something about when she was taught I had dinner with her and she said this dog was sad and she was sleeping so much and, but she was really sort of a great spirit and the next day I went to the place where they were you know where they do the auction somewhere in the Upper East Side yeah. and I just got her I just did it and I was living in a flat I was doing a play on Broadway and living on an apartment where they wouldn't allow dogs and the man who was the landlord was really horrible. I called him Serial Killer Bob. And I used to, like, the, the theatre said to me, Serial Killer Bob. Well, they didn't call him Serial Killer Bob, but they said, Bob's saying, you have a dog, and you know there's a no pet policy. And I was like, I don't. I don't have a dog. Like, Honey was howling, barking, everything. And then the worst thing came was when she peed right outside his door. She couldn't make it to the front she door. And she peed. Yeah, it was right in front. I was, like, scrubbing at, like, 3 o'clock in the morning. But yeah, it was just one of those kind of gut things yes. that made no sense actually at the time in terms of, you know, I was traveling all over the place and, but it just all worked out. And I still think of it as like a really, you know, it was a very important adult relationship. Oh, absolutely. Me. No, for me too. I turned right, I got tiny too when I turned 40 and it was like a real coming of age for me yeah. as an, almost as an adult. Yeah. And I remember getting him and thinking like, what have I done? But I just, I, know. I didn't know what that guy was doing. But I figured it out, and yeah, I fell in love. Yeah. And he also, Tiny Tim, remains probably my longest or one of my most successful longest relationships. Yeah, isn't it funny? Yeah. Some of the great things about thinking about Honey was that I basically smothered her with love. Like, she was a skittish, scared, crazy, crazy yeah. dog. Uh-huh. Insane. 
And I just kept saying, it's going to be okay. You're safe. I'm going to look after you. And, you know, eventually she became really serene and cool. And, yeah. and I remember <laughs> I got this trainer early on. <laughs> and you know these things where you people say, oh, I think I saw you. you know, I, and, they, and you go, well, you know you saw me. But they sort of try and make it, if it's an embarrassing situation, yes. like if you saw you crying on a street right. or something. But this was worse. It was on one of the piers. And the trainer had said to me, if Honey had a fit, you know, she would go nuts. I would just have to like lie on top of her and pull her paws down until she's just calmed down and just look in her eyes and just, you know, be the alpha male. But of course, I would do that in public situations. Yeah. <laughs> and there's this guy went, I think I saw you on the piers. You were sort of lying on top of a dog. <laughs> I was like, yeah, that was me. <laughs> so you had honey when you met your now husband, yes. Grant. So he had Leon. They were both, we'd had them, they were both about the same age. Yeah. And so they were both about four when we, when we got together. And what kind of dog was Leon? Liam was a little chihuahua, uh-huh. a little purebred chihuahua. And we discussed, it was actually hilarious. Honey was a mutt. She was like a collie shepherd mix. Yes, she's beautiful. And uh, with a really great um, widow's peak. But Leon was a thoroughbred. We've, so one time I was away and Grant was, uh, so I was cleaning up my studio and I, uh, I found um, Leon's uh, birth certificate and documents. I was like, oh, really? And I'd imagine, because Grant would always say he was a rescue, because he rescued, he, like someone had him and didn't want him, so he got him. Right. But actually, he was born, wait for this, in Trump Tower. And he was no like, way. Yes. And his dad was called someone like Care Bear Extravaganza or something. Like he was on this really <laughs> awful kind of line of prize chihuahuas. And someone, a lady in uh, Trump Tower, gave him, was given him. He wasn't exactly a mutt. You know, he wasn't. That's not, I mean, I guess he was a rescue, but it was just yeah. a hilarious kind of rescue. But yes, the first night we were all together. Like, I, you know, it was a new thing, and we were. I remember we spent the night in a hotel in Midtown. It was the first time that we were all in bed together. Like, I'd been over at Grant's and sort of had encountered Leon. He was pr- pretty territorial when yeah. it came to, you know, to his dad. Yes. And Grant had been to our house, but this was the first time all four of us going to be in the bed for the first time. And it was, not, it was a little, there was some snarling. It was a little scary. But, you know, we, we worked it all out. And it's actually a, a great thing for dogs to be... You just realise how much they love each other's company, just that kind of companionship. I think now I, I can't imagine just having one dog. Because mm-hmm. I think just in terms of how much you realise their lives are better by having someone around. Yeah, I was going to ask you that because um, you guys have always typically had, when you got together, you've had two dogs. Mm-hmm. And do you feel that dogs should have a, have a mate if, if it works? I mean, I think, like, Honey and Leon were kind of hilarious together, but they, didn't re- they weren't really, like, super-duper friends. But when you, like, if I was away with Honey and I brought, and I came back, you could tell they really missed each other, the way they, and now Jerry and Lala are, are two now, Lala's a collie spaniel mix from mm-hmm. Costa Rica, mm-hmm. and Jerry's a chihuahua rat terrier mix, so they're sort of comparable sizes oh, to yeah. Honey, sort of. They actually get on really well, they actually play, and they kind of, you know, again, when, when I've been away with, with Lala, I t- travel quite a lot with her, you can really tell that, that um, Leon feels a little sad when, when he's on his own now. Not Leon, um, Jerry. God. God. So I do that all the my time. My dead dogs, I know. I had a chihuahua named Papa, and so I call Rudy Papa all the time. They look a lot alike, so. Gosh, now, remember Sweetie? 
Yes. I remember Sweetie. Oh, yeah. That's your dog from centuries ago. Yeah, so yeah, Sweetie passed, I don't know how long, but my, I was talking to my mom actually on the phone yesterday, and she has this book that has birthdays and death days in it, and we were looking through it, I don't know why, we were talking about, you know, when did so-and-so pass, and she's looking through it, she goes, oh, and here's Sweetie, she's... She died, and, and she had like the exact date and the whole thing, and it was so great. I mean, it just, they're, they're parts of our family. Totally. Yeah, and she, my mom has a table in her living room, and on the table are all her grand dogs and, and cat. She has them uh, all framed, and each, and you know, as we all get more pets, and she, yeah, they're yeah. all, it's like a whole table just of her grand dogs. Oh, bless. And so uh, it's just the sweetest thing ever. So, but yeah, Sweetie was amazing. She was the, she was the original. Yes. Absolutely. She's, and she's a big fashion dog. And she had a book and everything, didn't she? Yeah, she had a book that uh, Mark Welsh wrote and uh, Ruben Toledo illustrated. Oh, wow. And it was called Sweetie from the Gutter to the Runway. That's right. Yeah. Yes. I've got that, so I love that. Yeah. So Sweetie was photographed with all the models like yeah. Giselle and Cindy Crawford and all these different celebrities. And she had fashion tips and, you know, it was yes. really hilarious. And she was always in the front row at your shows. Yes, she was. And she'd jump off um, of Mark's lap and run after me on the runway. It was great. <laughs> She was actually one time my first show for women's. We had to hold the show up because Sweetie got lost backstage. Oh my god! And so we finally found her under the catering table with a big block of cheese. <laughs> <laughs> also, because she was she was she a burrower. Like yes. Because that's what the yes. chihuahuas I know, they're just... Yeah, they go like down to the bottom of the come bed. in and, I mean, and then you'll start a shout for Jay and it'll be this kind of faint little rustle of cloth <laughs> god really knows under all these blankets. Yes. So I want to ask you, you guys, uh, you, and, you and Grant both travel quite a bit. Mm -hmm. And um, a wonderful thing started to occur when you'd be away and you'd be missing your dogs. And Grant started kind of conjuring these stories about them yeah so he is an illustrator yes, and amazing illustrator yes and so he would always what he actually does is so lovely when i go away somewhere i open my bag and there's a little painting or drawing from him and it's usually you know me on a plane or mm. something and, and the dogs are kind of you know waving at me mm. from new york or wow or sometimes it's if it's lala and i together you know because she travels quite a lot there was a really good one where the plane was lala she was actually a plane. Wow. And I was sort of sitting on one of her paws. He makes all these lovely drawings for me, and he's done it for years. And he used to do it with Honey and Leon. And we started this thing where we're away traveling. We'd say we missed them. And, and there was one time where I remember in Kuala Lumpur, around this pool in a hotel. And I, was, and I said, oh, I really miss Honey and Leon. And he went, oh, they're here. I said, like, what? And he went, oh, yeah, you see, Honey's behind that palm tree wearing a sombrero in disguise. And Leon's eating some chips next to her and we so he's made up this whole thing that whatever we went in the world honey and leon followed us to keep us safe you know and to yes. look after us he would do drawings kind of like that and then we, we always said oh you should make this into a book you know and then when they died we did and so we've written two books now i wrote them and he illustrated them and there's not hopefully going to be soon a tv animated tv show yeah i know that's exciting yeah. so the name of the first book is the adventures of honey and leon yeah and then and the second one's called honey and leon take the high road when they go to scotland but mm. the this tv shows if it all goes well it's going to be called the adventures of honey and leon you have to sort of let go in a way you know of your stories and your babies yes. in a way because yes. it's, it's got to be another form you know so there's sort of a, it's almost like they look like 3d-ish sort of things but they've still got the kind of watercoloriness of Grant's yes. illustrations. Yes. Re they're really good. And then there's us, we're in it, of course. And it's great because they've given Grant more hair. Because yeah. like, I think <laughs> children were not... 
able to uh, look at a dad with, who's bald. So that's hilarious. They've given him more hair on his little model. And would you be the voice? I would do some of the voices, yeah. yeah. We do a thing where we have, like, our dogs have very distinctive voices. Do you do that with your dogs? I don't, but I know many people who I, do. I do. Yeah, yeah, We yeah, do yeah. that. We talk, we talk about them all the time. Like, and they know their voices too. Uh-huh. So they know we're talking about them. And so, like, you know, Jerry right now, well, in, for Honey and Leon, Honey was sort of a kind of a, a sort of an English actress. Uh-huh. That was her voice. Yeah, hello, everybody. I'm very excited to be here. And Leon was like, hello, Honey. He's from, I'm from Brooklyn. And, um, and now we've got these, because um, Jerry, when we got Jerry, they said that uh, he'd been from a kill shelter in Tennessee. So we gave him a southern gentleman. Yes. Like, Hi, everybody, my name's Jerry. Then when we went to sign the forms, I went, oh, sorry, we made a mistake. No, he's actually from the Bronx, not from... <laughs> Not from Tennessee, so we've got to, oh, we've given him a voice now. So we now do this thing where he goes, well, you know, when I was growing up in the Bronx, I mean Tennessee, we had, and then and then Lala came from Costa Rica. She was a street dog in yeah. Costa Rica, so she's got this kind of hola puppies, Jerry es muchos loco, and things like that. And she's always kind of going, you know, running around trying to reminiscing about Costa Rica because it's interesting when you see her on the beach. You know, when you see a dog, and you understand so much about their story, and she obviously survived by. She loves running on the beach, but mm. also, twen- you know, all the little cafe. We were in Fire Island. Mm-hmm. We were walking along the boardwalk down to the beach, and there's a cafe, and she ran into the cafe and sort of did this really kind of like, oh, hi, everybody, hi. Like that everyone was, you know, cooing after right. her. And then she ran in through all the tables. And I was running after her, but that's obviously how she, she survived. She survived, just looked cute exactly. and ran around. And she's not afraid of people. That's a good yeah. thing. She's very sociable, but she's quite independent at the same time. Wow. Yeah. yeah, there's so many rescues that are bringing dogs up from Puerto Rico, Costa Rica, yeah. the islands, because they live a different life down there. And yeah. not that it's a terrible life, because they're you know in good weather and they're living on the beach, but it can be pretty rough. And a yeah. lot of dogs are just kind of dumped. And Yeah. Um, you know, was in, I was in Cuba, and I, there were signs on the wall, and I really liked them, because there's lots of sort of stray dogs. Yeah. And there's a sign that said, these dogs are not strays, they are the property of the people of Havana. Mm. And I thought that was so mm. lovely, like this idea that you, as a community, sort of look mm. after dogs. That's, yeah, that's beautiful. Isn't it nice? Yeah. Yeah, I felt the same way I was in India, and it was kind of a similar situation. Yeah. So many dogs everywhere, but people were taking care of them, and they just all kind of, it all kind of worked. Yeah. And, um, yeah. So I wanted to ask you with Honey, so she passed in, I believe, 2014. Correct. And what was, how did she pass? She had um, cancer. She got uh-huh. cancer. But she'd been kind of going downhill a bit. You know, she had lost, the, it wasn't very good. Her back legs were, or she'd lost feeling in her back. So she would, in the middle of the night, she would poop and not realize it was her. Uh-huh. And so this is what, what we did was, we would, we thought, because I thought, oh, she'd have to stay in her basket. And, and, but she'd never stayed in her basket before. Yeah. And she'd always sleep beside me. And I thought, I can't, I don't make her go off the bed now. Yeah. So we got this plastic sheeting that we used to put on top of our bed. <laughs> For like a year and a half, we slept underneath a plastic sheet. And it, like, and it was interesting because she got cancer... It was the oh, oh, it was so awful. The opening night of Cabaret, when I did it again this last time, mm-hmm. there's a picture that my friend Stephen took of me and Grant. It's after the show, and I'm just in a towel, and I'm hugging him. And he said, oh, I caught this really lovely moment of you and Grant. It wasn't. It was because I, I was telling him that, that she was going to die that right before the show, when I was getting my makeup put on, the vet called me because she'd had a little, I thought it was a little infected cut or something. Right. And it wasn't. And so they told me right before I walked, I was about to walk on stage to do the opening. Oh boy. Like, I know, I think wow. it's a bad timing. 
so we just gave her as nice a time as we could until yes. and that thing of when they say you'll know when it's time yes and, and we did and you still had Leon we still had Leon but Leon yeah. and then we got Jerry to sort of be you know because Leon was so sad he's not yeah. been well we're all dis- distraught but he hadn't been alone for 10 years mm. I mean he knew what had happened yeah. but he was just so we got Jerry as sort of company for him and then um, so they overlapped a little yeah. bit then uh, Leon died and then uh, after a while we got Lala and it's actually funny that we've kind of fallen into the thing of Lala's a bit more my dog and yeah I was going to and is there the similar dynamic with those with Lala yeah I mean I think it's I, I think it's really interesting about how your personality is reflected in, in the dog yes. that's most sort of your that you have the most connection with yeah definitely there's some interesting parallels between myself and Lala and Grant and Jerry interesting yeah now there's a wonderful story about Lala and you in Scotland and Something that happened with you guys and the first minister, uh, Nicola Sturgeon. Nicola Sturgeon, bless her. Um, she, so anyway, I was doing my concert show at the Edinburgh Festival and Lala was with me. And I know Nicola and, you know, I've been involved with the Scottish National Party and yes. voted uh, or, you know, campaigned for independence and everything. So she invited me and my band to Butte House, which is the official residence. And we went and had a lovely cool. time. It was so great. Then we went to the theatre do sound check and then she came to the show that night so you know the first minister of Scotland come to the show it's a yeah. big deal and then afterwards she waited in the auditorium then we all went to the bar of, of the theatre and had drinks and Lala was with me and, and um, I was sort of holding her and, and she was sort of petting her and she said you know Alan, I've always been terrified of dogs Lala is the first dog I've ever felt comfortable enough to be beside and to pat and just she's so calm and she's, make, she's really helping me deal with my anxiety about dogs and I was like oh wow so a couple of days later I was doing a talk for this school and the school kids were you know really hilarious these all these questions were asking me like you know have you ever met Taylor Swift and um (laughs) (laughs) but then one of them asked about Lala and I said that actually she'd met some famous people including the first minister and how actually she'd really helped the first minister because she was scared of dogs and I said Lala is actually very calming for world leaders and unbeknownst to me, there was all these reporters were in that uh, room, uh, or not all of them, but a few of them. Suffice to say that the next day, in this, all the Scottish newspapers, it was Alan Cummings' dog cures Nicola Sturgeon of her worst phobia. <laughs> and Lala was like tabloid sensation. I love it. Also, what was hilarious about her in terms of the press was that the lady who brought her back from Costa Rica is a photographer who has this thing called Global Strays. Do you know uh-huh. them? Yeah, sure. She and her mum, they go, when they go to places, they take two dogs back with them. And so they knew the vet where Lala... Because Lala had puppies. Uh, just, mm. The vet took her off the street and took her in when she had puppies. And then this lady, after her puppies were born, she took her, they took her back. Within 24 hours of Lala being in this country, like the New York Post, page six, had discovered that I was adopting this dog. And, um, <laughs> and page six was calling up for a comment about Lala. And I, I thought, isn't this hilarious? You've been in the country just a, a matter of days and you're, and you're tabloid... Fodder. I yeah. love it. She handles it very well. What are the, some of their favorite activities? Um, sleeping uh-huh. <laughs> is a big Eating. one. <laughs> yeah. I mean, she's really sort of easy and sociable. She just loves being with me, actually. She really loves kind of backstage at theater. She was very, mm-hmm. she's very easy. And I took her to, when I was filming um, Instinct on for CBS, I would take her on to set almost every day. Yeah. And she would sit, she would be in a basket under my desk for most of the scenes in, in the wow. police station and then once in a while you know we'd be like <laughs> walking about some talking about some murder right and Lala would just in the background just saunter 
sauntered over going to another chair or something we're like oh we have to go again that is in short but she uh, yeah she's just she's really I mean she's interestingly not very interested in toys I guess because she never really grew up with right, them right exactly we love hide and seek that's what we both all, all four of us uh-huh. alright well, the three of us Grant takes them out for a walk at the, uh, late at night and yeah. when he brings them back I hide so we've now got into uh, a, a lot of and they're also they're not very good like <laughs> it's always amazing how bad dogs are at finding you when they're supposed to be all you know sniff you and yeah, exactly. know your scent and everything and they walk past me and I'm inside closets and everything and, we have, and now we live in this big house so it's great for hide and seek oh that's great now Honey your first dog was in some of your films and she was with you and on, she did a few cameos yeah she had a big career actually the best thing was she she was on a few talk shows but also I did a thing for Sundance Channel called Midnight Snack mm-hmm. where I would like introduce a film at midnight and then you'd watch the film and then it'd come back to me and I would sort of talk a wee bit about yeah. it and when they asked me to do that and they said it would just be like you know if you're at home and you know I said oh can I my dog be in it so she did it the first couple of seasons and she would do two paws up or two paws down if she liked the film or not and then I went for lunch with Laura the lady who ran the Sundance Channel then and she said, oh, you know, there's a new sponsor coming on for this third season. And it's a small dog food sponsor. And so we were just wondering. I was like, you want Leon to be on it too? She goes, yeah, do you think that'd be okay? I went, oh, my God. And I went, sure, yes. And I went home and I went, Grant, I left this house this morning. Leon was a nobody. Now he's the co-host of a TV show and has an endorsement deal. <laughs> <laughs> now, how do you feel that your dogs have changed you? I mean, I love how kind of connected to my emotions I am I mean for an actor I suppose that's a funny thing to say but I definitely feel that dogs help you be more attuned to and in touch with your emotion because they go through such extreme things every day yes and the sort of thing of responsibility and order that you need to have with a dog you know you have to have a structure which is really good and also even I just loved when I first got honey it was just so lovely to just sort of be more outside and just sort of even just to go walk around the block, you know. Interesting. That yeah. I really realised I'd been missing such a lot of the city, and I had, you know, now I had to be outside. Yeah. It's sometimes hard, like with that's why Grant always takes them out late at night, just because of you know it's hard because it's me and uh, you know people want to pat the dogs and take right. pictures of me and all right. that stuff. So it's it just it can be a little, especially when they're drunk and they would try and yeah. pick up Jerry. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a lot yeah. of that. Yes. Sure, bit but. Um, but it, it is actually, you have to, and then, like, you're the whole sort of subculture of dog owners, you know, the, all the, the little people you know because, and the sort of, uh, well, blah, blah said today at the dog run, and, you know, their dog's £24, it says on the fence that's £23 and under to get into the small dog run. So I, love, I love that. Oh, yeah, everything happens at the dog run, and you yeah. do meet people that you would never meet otherwise. No. It's a whole, exactly. whole, other, it's a whole other world. I wonder how many more dogs I'm going to have in my life. Probably a few. Mm, interesting. And I think I don't. After Honey's one, as awful as it was, I'm not dreading the whole death thing. I'm actually trying to see it as a positive thing of what it can do to help me and how it can help me and my attitudes towards living and like yeah. quality again that thing quality of life. I think it's it's really amazing. And also like I think when you're so responsible for some for an animal, a being, you have to kind of man up and say, okay, this is the time you've got to go now. And that's such a huge responsibility, but it's actually a very, very liberating thing when you think that you're going to protect that animal and care for it that much. Oh, yeah. No, it's just, it's a big part of the of the contract. And, yeah. you know, I think about it too, like how many dogs will I have if I live 
another 30 years. And um, I look forward to that. Yeah, me too. Yeah. Me too. I think it's great. Well, also getting older myself, but just enjoying every day and enjoying every oh moment. Oh my gosh. And also just that how much dogs are in the moment, like completely. You know, we all, that's what, especially if you're an actor, that's all you're trying to do is be in the moment. Yes. In life as well as in your work, of course. But yeah. I think that's what they teach us. They are. And so just like you know you like i know when i go home now lala will be at the little window mm. scraping away in the, in the porch door and and just it'd be like as if i've been gone for months right you know what i mean and yeah they're just so happy and that's something that's we should be like that with everybody you know because yeah when you think about it they're just so happy that you're back and we're all together we got to have this thing called we all say the pack is back yeah like when we're all like oh, all together after being separated yeah it's like the pack is back that's beautiful. And yeah. I agree with you. I mean, that would be such a, it would be a different world if we were able to see the, the world through the, the eyes of our dogs. Yeah. And, um, but that whole thing, yeah, when I come home and even if I've been away for five minutes, my dogs, it's like they haven't seen me in, yeah. you know, a hundred years. And it's just, it's great. It's hilarious. What an honor and thrill to have you here, Alan, in the studio. I'm so, it's, it's so lovely, John. Thank yeah, you. Yeah. So great me. to see you and such a nice catch up. Yeah. And, um, so good to talk about your dogs. And what's coming up for you right now? I'm trying to write another book. Yeah. I've got a production company now, like Club Coming, my bar. We have a Club Coming production. Oh, so wow. We're yeah. trying to, it's actually really fun just to kind of... It's great to sort of think we can maybe tell stories that otherwise wouldn't be told. And yes. sort of within the same sort of sensibility of, of the bar. Yeah, and for those who don't know, Alan, you have this amazing bar. It's um, Club Coming. Club Coming in the East Village, and uh, lots lots happen. Yeah, it's a, a lot ca- happens there. It's a cabaret bar, and there's yeah. different performers every night. and uh, So great. Yeah, it's such fun. Yeah, I've got a lot on. You sure do. And yeah. then you um, on Instagram, you have, what is your handle? Alan Cummings Snaps. Yeah. Or as some people think, because they think I've got an S at the end of my name, Alan Cummings Naps. I just thought, <laughs> said, I thought this is going to be pictures of you sleeping. I was like, what? <laughs> How could I take them? <laughs> so yeah, Alan Cummings Snaps. So great to have you. It was really great to speak with Alan and dive into why his dogs are so important to him. I loved hearing about his process with writing his children's books on dogs and how he used that as a way to capture their spirits forever. I've done that similarly in my clothing line and rescue fund for my dog, Tiny Tim, and it's really helped me to see his legacy live on and also to help me to remember him on a regular basis. I can't wait to see the animated series on Honey and Leon. Thank you for listening to this episode of Dog Save the People, a podcast about how dogs make our lives better. This show is a production of As It Should Be, a content studio. It's made with the support of our producer and editor, Jack Summer. And special thanks to our composer and neighbor, Daniel Lampert, for creating the music for the show. You can subscribe to Dog Save the People on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you like the show, please leave a review or rating. You can follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. And you can check out the Tiny Tim Rescue Fund, my foundation, at johnbartlettny.com. Enjoy a walk with your dog and make it a great day for both of you.